It's time for the Moving the Chains podcast. Your home for high school football coverage in the Palmetto State. Every team, every game, every week. And now, your host, Kevin Thomas and John Epps. talking before we started here it's not the biggest week as far as games go not as far as you know what we've seen in week four week five there's still a lot of really good football games out there a lot of kind of low-level region matchups we can't wait to see yeah it's really great that we're really getting the region play now uh you know we've got the the fanfare playing schools across the state lines i think mm-hmm. i think Tauber ridge i think they might play more schools from say north carolina than the state of south carolina so far this year so it's good to good to get some region matchups and, and get some really um, relatively even. That's right. That's there. right. So, I want to say shout out to you guys if this is your first time checking us out. Appreciate it. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow our our post. Like our post. Share it. Tell your friends. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Moving Chains. M O V I N C H A I N S. Check us out on pot on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts for our audio only version. Also on YouTube, all that stuff. So wherever you guys get your podcast, we're there. So definitely. Follow us, uh, follow us on all the platforms and get some different information all over the place. We've got a new recap show coming out on Sundays on the podcast-only version. John and I are doing the preview shows here on Tuesdays. So a lot of good stuff for you guys, along with some some with, uh, some with different interviews as well. So I want to give a quick shout-out to Kevron, Derek, Ryan. Brian's in here. Kyle, thank you guys already. Got a comment. Kevron says, Gray playing baseball. Yeah, should be a good game. I think Gray gets back on the winning track. Um, John, I'll go ahead and say it. We got a lot of uh, flack for this last week, man. <laughs> Hand up. I picked the wrong team. I picked Gray. I'm sorry. You know, I do think uh, our reasoning was sound. Like, I think we had a good, you know, good reasoning behind it. You know, we said that if Gaffney sticks to the run, they can win the ball game. They almost didn't do it enough. But they did a great ball game back and forth. Gaffney's a contender in 5A. Everybody knows that. They're one of the two or three best teams in 5A. Gray is one of the probably two or three best teams in 2A. So it will be a great ball game. But, uh, you know, whenever we see, see these teams players from bigger teams here in the playoffs, for sure. Yeah, I tell you what, and Gray, you know, what was it, 47 yard field goal? Yeah, in the end short. of the game? I think it was good for 45. That much. I think it was good for 45. So, so uh, you know, they, hey, hats off to Gaffney. Congratulations yep. to the Indians. But, you know, Gray, they gave them all they wanted. Yeah, you know, great, great performance from both running backs. KZ Adams, 200 plus yards for Gray. Tyler Smith, I, had, I think I had a buck 80 something for, for Gaffney. So, had a great ball game there back and forth. And interesting to see, you know, how these teams, how far they can go in their classification. But let's get it started off, John, here with our. One of our biggest games of the week here, one that you usually on a normal year wouldn't be a big deal, but this year it is. That's Riverside traveling to Dorman. Riverside 6-0, first time in school history. They shut out Blue Ridge 37-0 last week. Dorman coming off a 44-20 win over Ridgeview. A nice win there for them. What do you see happening in this ballgame between the Warriors and the Cavaliers, John? I tell you what, if you asked me a week ago, I would say, oh, Riverside's going to win this game, and it might not be very close. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with Dorman. Yep. 
last week knocking off Rigby. We know how good Gray is. Mm-hmm. We know how good they are. We know that Gaffney's good. We we can see those teams, what they do against other teams, and kind of it tells us a little bit more about some of these other schools. Yeah. Ridgeview played a great game against Gray two weeks ago. Yes. And then Dorman absolutely smashed them Friday. So, you know, Dorman, they might be picking up on, you know, getting in their groove here. A normal you know. Dorman season, right. Uh, you know, the week prior, they lost to Fort Dorchester. Mm-hmm. That was a competitive game. They lost 38-28 in that yep. game. Uh, you know, I think this is a much better Dorman team right now yeah. than what we saw week zero losing the club. Yeah. You know, I think part of that, too, is they finally found a quarterback. You know, earlier they were playing three different guys, which is, I mean, you can't really get any kind of consistency and fluidity out of your offense doing that. I think it's finally settled on the uh, kid Hudson Talley quarterback. He's played really well the last two weeks for them. Obviously not quite enough against Fort Dorchester, but played very well last week. And they got a good run back. And a foster kid had a big-time game for them last week for multiple touchdowns, big-time, over 150 yards, I think, for them. So he's been getting it going. They've got weapons out wide. We know Kendall Norman. We know, we know DJ Porter, one of the top recruits for next year. Big-time guys outside. And they've just started to kind of find some consistency there on offense. And Coach Gutshaw seems to kind of have them rolling in the right direction, like you mentioned. Yeah, I'm very impressed. And, and they're going to need it this week because you, you look at Riverside and go, gosh, they're 6-0. and How yeah. cool is this? And you, know, you had a great interview with the quarterback. Rob yeah, Sanders, yeah, great kid. You know, he had some uh, good comments talking about how, you know, the school, and you know, Everyone involved in the high school is really getting behind and we're yep. you know, this is a baseball school we're talking yeah. about here. And they're playing great. But you know, you look at the best thing they've played all year is probably man. Um, that is a word. That you is know, a they word. they won that game and their defense has been impressive. You know, they haven't not given up a point in three weeks. They have gone two games in a row, not giving up a single point. So I don't care who you're playing at that point. If you're I mean, if you're shutting out teams, no matter they're one A, two A, three A, whatever. That's impressive to have, you know, back-to-back shutouts like that. So that's a big performance for that defense. Some stats on our guy, Rob Sanders, you just mentioned. He's really a, a true dual threat, John. Last week against Blue Ridge, he went 14 for 19, 179 and two touchdowns. And he ran it 14 times for a buck 62 and two touchdowns. So <laughs> he can really get it done. He's kind of, you know, quick. He's kind of deceiving with how well he moves in the pocket, but he can really get out there and sling it. And then uh, you got to mention, you know, Crawley's wide receiver and the defense, like you said. What do you see happening in this ball game? A big time region matchup in five A, that region uh, in five A there that you usually don't think it's gonna be a big game, but this this year can Riverside prove that they're for real? Does Dorman you know show hey we're big Dorman? Like what do you what do you say here? Honestly, I think both. Yeah, happens. I, I think it, we see a close game. I think Riverside's gonna be very competitive. I think the defense, as good as that defensive is, as good and versatile as Sanders is at quarterback, is gonna give them a chance to win the ball game. Yeah. I think ultimately, though, I think Dorman has probably got better talent mm-hmm. over the course of the team, and they're finding themselves. Now they've got some confidence. Now they know how to move the ball, how to score. Mm-hmm. I like Dorman in this game, and it's going to help that it's at Dorman University yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, and I say one thing that I think gives Riverside a good chance is I think Dorman's defense hasn't been great this year. You know, they look at that game one, they lost to Clover. They didn't give up a ton of points there, but Clover's, you know, they're not a big offensive powerhouse. Fort Dorchester scoring 38 is pretty impressive. Rigby scoring 20, that's a good number there. And I think people can score on those guys, and I believe that Rob Sanders and those kids will score some points. I think I'm going to take Riverside to win. Maybe it's a homer pick, I don't know. But I'd love to see it. You know, I'm not sold still on Dorman after a couple of performances I've seen from them. I think that Riverside team is for real. I think they're going to show it Friday night. I'd say if it gets into a shootout, I like Riverside. Yeah. I think Riverside's got the defense to be able to make more stops than Dorman if it, if it turns into that kind of ball game. If you have a kind of game that we saw – at the reservation last weekend, I like Riverside in that kind of game. If it stays low scoring, 
I like that, yeah, yeah. The, the experience I think comes out at that point, you know, which uh, what happens late in the game. So we'll see how if the Riverside is ready for a big time matchup or not. And should be a great ball game Friday night. A couple comments here. Derek says, "What's up, guys? What's up, Derek? We'll get to your game a little bit. Love looking forward to that Lakeview game for sure." Mark Harrell, Corley said, "What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? Glad to, glad to have you in here." Uh, Patrick says, "Does John have a comment for the Gray game? Go Indians!" Oh well, Patrick. Hey. I said it get close. I did pick Gray. I yeah. did pick Gray, yeah. so I got to eat my crow yeah. there. But uh, gosh, what a ball game! Great you ball know, game, I, yeah. And hey, Gavin Eve probably doesn't win that game ten out of ten times. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, it, here, it, right? was, it was the ball it was game. A good that, game. You know, right. went back and forth. We saw Gray have a ten plus point lead early. Gaffney get a big lead late. It, I mean, it was really a wild ball game. You know, and I think that both teams got better. That's what I was, I was talking to guy at the end. I was like, you know, hats off again to both these coaches for scheduling this game because it made both teams better. Help both teams kind of learn what they need to work on going into the playoffs. And, I mean, I'm glad to see that this could happen. You know, in usually a normal year it might not happen because it got scheduled so late and whatnot. But hats off to Coach Jones and Coach Holmes for making this happen and putting that game together to really just make both teams better as, as we go into the season. Yeah, and i tell you what, uh, hats off to Gaffney. You know, I, I feel like I knew a little bit more about Gray going into that game. Mm-hmm. And I liked what I knew about him. Um, but, yeah, Gray or uh, Gaffney, they proved me wrong. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Close game, tight game. A game that maybe, I, I, surely the fans didn't think it was going to be that close. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the players and staff felt that way too, but if they didn't, hey, they did a great job battling for 48 minutes mm-hmm. and winning that ball game. That's something that's going to come in big time. Yeah. Come reach you're playing play, at TL Hannah or playing, uh, you know, Dutch Fork and playoffs, wherever you're playing, that'll definitely help out. And, uh, you know, we got a, we went deep into a recap on that on our podcast. We came out, they came out Sunday. Patrick, going to check that out for sure on uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever. So definitely tune, tune in for that. Amy Shepherds is ready for region play to start this week. Yeah, me too, man. Glad to see some of these teams that, you know, know each other well, maybe get a little hatred in there, get some of those ball games going. That'll be fun. But, John, let's go to our second game of the week here, a ball game we may be at. That is Seneca at Daniel. Seneca off to a hot start this year, John. Yeah, you know, Seneca is a, a group that we don't normally talk about a ton. Um, and they've quietly, um, they are 4-1, 5-1 and one only year. So, yeah. um, their only loss was the Easley, which really scares them. But easily, you know, did come back and beat Woodman last week. So they did. not a bad team. They did. Um, you know, but there's not a whole lot. You go down their schedule, you know, they they haven't – Easley's probably the best team they've mm-hmm. played all year. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't had really any friction. I mean, they've won 55-14, 59-14, 54-22, 3 over east side, 54 nothing last week against West Oak. They – obviously, they got beat by Easley, uh, but they haven't played a group – Honestly, I think close to what Daniel has. Lost. Yeah, you flip it to that side. Daniel, number one team in three A, has been all year, and honestly, I mean they're deserving of it because they return just about everybody. You know, they have the quarterback Pierman's back, the receivers Merck back, Spotafina's back, Brown Wallace is back. Let's make right with Brown Wallace. Yeah, he's back again for them. Jaheim Lawson. Jaheim Lawson, he's the linebacker. Shaq Lawson's little brother. They got the Chris Edgett running back, Gabe Smith, a big time corner DB. I like a lot. Blew out Emerald last week. No surprise there. You know, Daniel, the thing that we say weekend about Daniel, they haven't been tested either. You know, they haven't yeah. played anybody, you know, very good. And part of that's just because, I guess, the location up there in that kind of triangle of the Piedmont area up there, whatever you want to call it. There's not a lot of really good football teams right now besides Daniel. So, I guess, in, in that area, they don't know what they're going to play. Um, I wish we could have seen them step up and schedule a big out-of-conference game we mentioned, but that, that didn't happen. Um, one thing that does make me think that Seneca may have a chance here, a slight one, guys, a slight one here, they returned 14 starters from last year. Seven guys on each side of the ball. The quarterback, um, Mosley's back. The running backs, Lewis and Campbell. 
And they returned four offensive linemen. You, that's the theme with that me. Is, that a, theme, is a theme with me all year long. You heard on the preview show through now. If you bring back your own linemen, I love that. So four linemen back, good quarterback, two good running backs. You know, the line is probably still Daniel minus 21. I don't know. But, you know, do you give Seneca any chance here? Do you think it's just a, a walk in the park for the Lions? I think if Seneca can start off on the right foot, start the game mm-hmm. off, um, you know, say if they get the ball and they go down and score, mm-hmm. or, you know, they stop Daniel and go down and score, you know, those first two drives I think are going to be big. If Seneca can, after each team gets a drive, if Seneca can be up 7 nothing, I think they have a small chance. Yeah. But you know, having four offensive linemen return is great. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys – Honestly, for this game, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Because I've seen the guys that Daniel yeah. is returning this yeah. year, and they are really, really good. Yeah, they're fun. If you get a chance to watch the Lions, I mean, Pierman's a really good player. The kid at receiver, Merck, is a big-time baller as well. So they've got tons of talent there. I think Daniel wins. I think they win pretty handily. Um, but I, I hope I hope the Seneca can put up a good fight. I really do. Yeah, it'd be good to see uh, Daniel get a little bit tested here, too. Because, you know, really, I, I don't see, when you look at Daniel's schedule, you know, getting into reaching play here. Uh, Ren, maybe Seneca. We, we don't know be the best team they're going to play. Um, they play. They're scheduled to play Woodmont. Um, well, no, no, they're not. They're not. That game's not happening. BHP uh, <laughs> is going to be their last game. Yeah, the yeah. Game. But uh, yeah, this could be the toughest test for Daniel until they get to playoffs. Yeah, and I, I, we both think Daniel wins big there. Uh, comment from Amy says we've already played the number of games we played all last season. <laughs> Crazy, just happy to see the boys play. Yeah, Amy, that is a yeah. great point. You know, and and one thing I want to build off of that, John, is that we've seen. A constant decline in canceled games each week. We keep mentioning that. I think I've seen one so far canceled this week, maybe two. Um, so good to see. You know, people are either either figuring out how to deal with it better. Maybe they're just not getting COVID. I don't know. But I love that we're actually seeing more more action. I think a couple weeks ago we had up to like forty games canceled across the state. Maybe three, three weeks ago I think we had thirty. Two weeks ago we didn't have as many. So we're seeing it slowly decline. So glad to see that happen. And hopefully we can get on a full season. I'm still worried we get the playoffs when a team pops up with COVID. I don't know what's happening with that situation, but hopefully we've avoided that and we'll see how it goes. And we got, crossing my fingers, knocking on wood here, we got relatively fortunate in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. There were not as many cancellations as I thought we might see, but there were some big ones. Uh, Canyon yeah. Oceanside yeah. is one that yeah. stands out. So, you know, I really hope that we don't have something like that, especially the one of our, you know, we, we don't have any, any of these guys because it's all right, kids right, trying right, to have right, fun, right. trying to make some memories, uh, but certainly don't want one of the, the big dogs. The top players yeah. To, yeah. to fall victim to it. Yeah. Brian says, if Riverside beats Stormont, I'll finally be sold on them. Yeah, I think that's how I would feel about it. You know, every couple years we see a team out of Greenville like a Riverside or an Eastside or, you know, whoever start off really hot and they get into region play and they kind of get beat around a little bit. So people are worried that's what the case is. But I tell you what, I think this is different just because Riverside's got some guys that, transferred in and have kind of come together, you know, not the typical Riverside players. So I think they may be a little bit more apt to, to be in a real team or a really good team. I think they've got a good shot to – even if they don't beat Dorman, I think they'll be competitive Friday night, I think. I think so, too. And, and you know, and what I said earlier, too, you know, I, I think even if Riverside doesn't win the game, if it's a competitive game that's, you know, a game that is in question, you know, deep into the fourth quarter, I think even that will give – Riverside some confidence yeah. in that reaching. Well, hey, man, region. we can go toe to toe with Dorman. Yeah. We can go toe to toe with just about anybody. Most years that region they're they're almost out of it. But this year with that region, I mean you've got Burns down here, Dorman down here, Riverside, we know we talk about them, Spartanburg, kind of a down year as well, and then Wade Hampton. They're gonna beat Wade Hampton. 
they've got a good shot at finishing, obviously, two or three in that region, I feel like, if not winning the thing if they play well Friday night. And this very well could be, and it's crazy, you know, first week of region play, hey, this could be deciding the region championship. Yeah, and I thought we'd seen a good bit of that. You know, we saw last week with Dylan Ayn, you're right, this is yeah. the region championship. Yeah. Same thing a couple games this week we'll get to. Um, actually, the next one here, our third game of the week, South Point traveling to Catawba Ridge. That's really the fact of region championship as well. There's nobody in the region that's going to play with those guys. I tell you what, John, I mentioned before the show, this is the game that was really big about three weeks ago, looking forward on the yeah, schedule. Yeah. Kind of see some some things that have made me not as excited about it. You know, Catawba Ridge losing to Greenwood. No no bad loss there, but just the way no. they not scoring points worried me. And then losing to South Mecklenburg, I believe it was 17-3. Another another week of not scoring any points with the number one 24 quarterback, Jaden Davis, at the helm. That really worries me for Catawba Ridge. And then yeah. to, to flip it there, South Point, great winner of South Lawrence two weeks ago. Great winner of Northwestern early in the year. To lose a Spring Valley 14-7 to last week. You know, Spring Valley, no pushover, no no shame losing no, that game. Injury. But 14-7 to to Spring Valley is not a good loss. No, and, and you know, they easily could have lost that game to South Lawrence. Yes, you know, that yes. Game triple overtime, I believe it was. Flip, yep. uh, on that one. Um, but I, I think you look at South Point's resume – and it's a little bit more impressive than, than Catawba Ridge. And, you know, what I said about Catawba Ridge earlier, you know, gosh, they played uh, they played two teams or two games, back-to-back games, mm-hmm. um, outside the state. They're outside uh, schools against outside yeah. the state uh, around the Charlotte. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. Yeah, because we're not super informed on the, on the North Carolina yeah. team, so it's yeah. hard to tell you know, really how good those guys are. Uh, West Cabarrus and then South of Mecklenburg, if, if anybody out there knows anything about those schools. Uh, you know, we hear about the, the prospects going to mm-hmm. ACCSEC schools around here from the Charlotte area, and I don't, I definitely don't recall West Cabarrus. Uh, South Mecklenburg, maybe here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. Um, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte School, I would have some talent, but hard to tell. Catawba Ridge last few weeks, but the, the thing that does scare me about Catawba Ridge is every, you know, Greenwood, we know Greenwood. Um, and again, no shame in losing that mm-hmm. game. They did lose. Yeah, yeah, um, at home as well. Yeah, so I, I think, I think South Point's the better team here. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, South Point mentioned losing fourteen seven to uh, Spring Valley. One thing they've got to get short up, John. They gave up nine sacks last week. That's going to keep them scoring, obviously. So they got to get that offensive line fixed. I like the quarterback, the McCrory kid, the Thompson kid at running back, good player. One of my favorite players I mentioned last week, Wayman Jenneret, the wide receiver for those guys, had a big game against South Lawrence. Um, you know, he's just a big time player there. And obviously, AJ, uh, AJ Miller against the Vans got, I think, seven or eight sacks already on the year, so he's, he's a big player there for them. Catawba Ridge, we know about Jaden Davis, big time prospect. Still a young kid, obviously. You got to remember that. You know, I think he's a sophomore this year, he is. So he's got a lot of growing to do. The Henderson kid at receiver, I think you said he's he's a, a dual threat. I think he plays cornerback and receiver. I believe he plays both ways. I think he's recruited as a corner, I think you're telling me. So they got some athletes there. I think I'm going to leave with South Point as well because Catawba Ridge just seems a little bit. More off right now than what South Point does. Yeah, you mentioned Quan Patterson uh, getting recruited as a cornerback and currently is committed to Syracuse mm-hmm. right now. Uh, and Syracuse, they put out some pretty good cornerbacks. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. A, so it, it sounds like we're both, both region, uh, both Lena and South Point there in that region matchup. Yeah, I like South Point in this game. Um, you know, a big thing for me too with South Point is, you know, that South Point game is awesome mm-hmm. to be able to play um, toe to come yep. out on top in that game. And also, Start the year off with Northwestern. A good Northwestern team. We saw yeah. Northwestern a couple weeks ago um, just demoralize a very, very good yeah. team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like South Point in this game. I, I think South Point, a couple weeks ago, I don't put Catawba Ridge here, South Point maybe here. Yeah. 
I think it's kind of flipped now. No, I agree. Flipped. I agree. Let's get into our fourth game here, and this one's for the little guys here. You know, not not quite the littlest of guys here, but this is a big two A matchup, John. And a lot of bad blood here between these two teams. So that's Wade Hampton at Silver Bluff. Wade Hampton coming off a victory over a four A Hilton Head Island team last week, twenty eight twenty four. They score with twenty six seconds left to win. They've got a quarterback, the Risher kid, threw for two and ran for two last week. Ran for a buck eighty four on the ground. Really good player, and they had Robinson and Williams both score both over ten tackles last week. So they've got some players there. Silver Bluff blanked Aiken thirty four nothing. They have a really really good defense, John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They saying they have a good defense is one way to put it. Um, they haven't given up a point yet. <laughs> I told you they were really good, guys. They have not given up a point in the year 2021. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are very good. Yeah, you know Trayvon Dunbar at DE kind of lit, lit, leads that defense. They've got an athlete, Jaden McLeod, that's really good for them as well. I like him a lot. I tell you what, I'm going to pick Silver Bluff, and here's why. And I think Wade Hampton's a very good football team. Beating a 4A school at Hilton Head Island with Jalen Seed, the Notre Dame commits an impressive victory. I think Silver Bluff has something to prove because they're tired of hearing about 2A's, Abbeville, and Gray. That's the only teams to worry about. You know, it's just to be, I think Silver Bluff wants to show that, hey, we're for real, and we're going to be there to compete at the end as well. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, with as good as Silver Bluff's defense is, you know, it's they're going to be in the game. Almost any time yeah. they play with yeah. that kind of defense. I think Silver Bluff is tough. I, I've seen Silver Bluff play. I mean, that's a, that's another program that's got an identity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they kind of have a chip on the shoulder, the way they carry themselves. Uh, I like Silver Bluff a lot in this one. Playing that game at home, I'm going with them, I think, as well. And then our fifth and final game of the week, one that another one, two teams had a tough week last week. Not because they played bad opponents, but they just lost to pretty good teams. That's Myrtle Beach at West Farm. Myrtle Beach went down to Fort Dorchester, lost by, I believe, less than one score. And they had an early lead there. Not a good, not really a great end of the game situation for them. And then West Florence lost to the team that's on the ride right now, and that's Hartsville. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, Hartsville started off slow this year, but mm-hmm. they have. I would agree with that one two in a row. Yeah. We know they got talent. They, they've knocked out a couple of big boys. Uh, Myrtle Beach, I think. We haven't seen enough of them yet. Mm-hmm. They've only played three games so far. Um, we know that they've got some incredible talent. Adam yes. Randall over there, an incredible talent for them. Maybe the best player in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roll Beach is very good. Nearly knocked off a very good Fort Dorchester team Yep. Um, last week. They beat a, a good Oceanside team, who's also another team that's starting to find their way mm-hmm. now. Uh, I, I think Myrtle Beach... I think Myrtle Beach got something to prove just because they haven't played them. I think so too. I'm still not played. still not sold on West Florence. I got a Saturday four year on Myrtle Beach. Like quarterback Ryan Berger, only took him three games to already go over a thousand yards on the season. <laughs> He's got eight forty one passing, one hundred fifty two rushing, twelve TDs, just one pick, and that pick was on a deflected pass. So Ber- right. Berger's a real deal. You know, he's an App State commit, really good player, uh, and just he's surrounded with talent. The Randall kid, bunch of offensive linemen back. They're going to score a lot, and I don't think West Point can catch up or can keep up. I don't think either. Uh, you know, West Florence is solid. Um, I, I'm very impressed. They started the year off beating Lexington, mm-hmm. which is a very good win. For yeah, them. who's a good team? They had a nice. They had to beat what? Ashley Ridge, Ridge two weeks, weeks ago, so. and then beat yeah. uh, Irmo, a good team as well last week. Yeah, yeah, I think Lexington. That's a good win for them. But other than that, you, you know, they Hart, they beat Wilson, but they should. Wilson's not very good. Well, yep, you know, yep. they should beat Wilson, and then Hart's they got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if they if they can't be competitive with Hartsville, I don't see That's them having much of a chance with, with Myrtle Beach. And I think Myrtle Beach, you know, 
talking about it in the comments. You know, hey, Daniel, they're excited to play five games. They only played five games last year. Yeah. I think with Myrtle Beach, they can't, they probably kind of have that attitude. It's like, we're good. We know we're good. We should want to play. Let's get on the field. We get play beside their own guys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I like Myrtle Beach in that one. Um, I think they got the town. They're, they're going to be another team. We kind of just haven't talked to them about it, Don. They haven't been on the field. They haven't been on the field. Yeah. So, Hard to talk about them. Yeah, I, I like Myrtle Beach in this one. But, hey, you know, Buzz Florence, if you go to that side, I'm sure they're over there watching film, getting ready for this game going, hey, we got a chance. Yeah. We got a very yep. good chance. Um, you know, we're looking at, I think Myrtle Beach is ranked third in 4A. Yeah, West Florence right. right now ranked seventh. Yeah. Um, so, big top ten matchup, yep. too. Awesome. Chris says, what's up, guys? What's going on, Chris? Good to see you from your man. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, let's give a quick shout-out here, John, to our sponsors before we get into some statewide games for this week. First up, the Georgia Agency. They've been serving the insurance needs of South Carolina for over 35 years. They're a full-line insurance agency concentrating in employee benefits and health insurance with an office in Mullins and Merle Dinlet. They can help you all across the state. They have clients in Greer, Rock Hill, Columbia, et cetera. So wherever you are, they can help. Whether you're a seasonal worker, maybe you're a uh, um, you know a, a waiter or something like that, you need to get your insurance that doesn't come from your company, check these guys out. Or if you're a small business owner and you want to get it for your whole company, get those guys a call. Check out Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew, thegeorgeagency.net, thegeorgeagency.net. And then our second sponsor here, our newest guys, that's Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union. They have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees the other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Secured Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at SecuredAdvantageFCU.com. That's SecuredAdvantageFCU.com. Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union. Win at banking. Thrive at life. Member NC. UA. So check out our two sponsors there. If you guys need insurance or banking needs, give uh, Georgia and Street Advantage Federal Credit Union a call. They will certainly help you out. So, John, let's get into some statewide uh, the statewide schedule here for, for week six and maybe pop uh, pop out a couple games here when we see one that jumps out at us. Yeah, we get um, started off. Gaffney will go to Bowling Springs. Gaffney, they probably uh, a well-deserved uh, relaxing game. Yeah, they're gonna Chris blow out Bowling Springs. Yeah, Bowling Springs is so bad. So bad. So it'd be good for Gaffney to to kind of catch their uh, breath a little bit after a, a hard fought game. Yeah, and, and it, it's sad to see it. Well, I think Bowling Springs lost, you know, some like 20, 30 seniors, whatever it was from last year. These guys are bad. I don't think they've even scored hardly this year, John. Uh, they haven't scored much. much. It, it's embarrassing unless to have part of that program has fallen. I know they're had a couple tough years, but I mean, you expect them to, to be a little better than what they are. Yeah, you know, I, I felt like two years ago they were pretty solid. Yeah, they, they played. Good, I think they did. They had a good quarterback yeah. play. Yeah. You know, they were, they were a team that was, I can kind of like what Hillcrest is this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not great. They're not a top 10 team, but everybody's got to take them serious. Yep. But yep. this year they're just, uh, you know, they're, they're homecoming status is what they are. That's right. Yeah, everybody That's right. wants to play them on homecoming. Got uh, Keegan in here. Keegan, appreciate you tuning us in, man. We appreciate you checking us out. Uh, go ahead, John. Yeah, we've got over at um, the Field of Champions, Spartanburg will be at Burns. That's a game. I don't want to mention that for a second, John. Always a good ball game, first off. You know, early in the year, Spartanburg was not looking very good. I know that they obviously didn't have the Jeter kids. They lost to Gaffney earlier, lost a couple of games early. I think with Jeter back, I think they're going to beat Burns. They've, they've picked it up the last few They weeks. scored some points. They yeah. have, and we know yeah. Burns can score points, but Burns can't stop anybody. That's right. And I think Spartanburg's got a little bit better defense than what Burns does. I think Spartanburg and the Vikings win this game at Nixon Field. I tell you what, I I can't disagree with you. Um, I, I think Burns is a little bit better though. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I, I like Burns because they're at home, mm-hmm. but I think this could be a shootout. This could yeah. be a really, really game. A game, big region game matchup game. for for playoff potential here. Honestly, exactly. The loser of this game might not go. You got a chance. Yeah, I, I gotta see. I know the brackets are out. I gotta look and see how it works. I don't know if they're getting four or five or three or four out of that region. So if the, you don't want to be in that fourth spot, so go ahead and win yeah. your game. And take care of your business for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a big one. Um, down the lower part of the country, lower part of the state, we got Wando at Kane Bay. As you said, Riverside will be at Dorman. Ashley Rich going to Fort Dorchester. That could be a little bit of a test for mm-hmm. Fort Dorchester. I think uh, Fort Dorchester wins that game. But Ashley Ridge is good enough to, to make yeah, it. They can give a fight. They can give him a fight. Yep. We've got up in Fort Mill, Nation Ford at Fort Mill. Berkeley will be at Goose Creek. Hillcrest at Malden. The Golden Strip rivalry. Nice I rivalry like game We've seen a bunch of those games between those two. I do hate it that this year they don't get to play twice. You know, Usually they start yeah. the season with that game and finish it with it. One on the region, one's not. This year only getting to play once. Um, Hillcrest had a nice win last week over Wren. You know, I mean, which they're supposed to beat a, a threat. Like we talked about in the game. But Wren's good. Wren's good. Yeah, Hillcrest played well. Uh, the Judy kid's having a really good year at quarterback. Your boy, Avery McFadden, at Rogers here, I think he's got five touchdowns. He's having a really good year. Logan Colder, then the running back, is having a big-time season. But then you flip it to Malden's side. Malden's, like we say every week, or every time I talk about him, has as much talent as anybody in the state. Yeah. You know, Lucas on defense, Caldwell on defense, playing receiver as well. Um, Coach Nesbitt's done a really good job there. Who do you like in this matchup between those two, John, over at Freeman Field? I like Malden. I think Malden's a better team. Mm-hmm. I, and I like how you, you know Malden has – hey, we got two really, really good athletes in mm-hmm. uh, Lucas and Caldwell. Yep. Let's put them on the offensive side of the ball, too. Caldwell has been brilliant at wide receiver for Malden, catching touchdown passes almost every game, it seems like. Um, I like Malden in this game. I, I think they've got – They've got a little bit superior talent in this one, and I think they're a little bit better team. A few things going against Malden, though. Hillcrest has won eight in a row in the series, which you don't think that. I mean, because these teams have both been about the same level like the last couple of years. That's crazy. But the Rams winning eight in a row is impressive. So far on the year, Bennett Judy, the quarterback for Hillcrest, has 100, or sorry, 1,362 passing yards, 13 TDs, and two picks already. So he's having a very good year for them. McFadden's got five touchdowns. Coulter's got four on the ground and two receiving. Hillcrest can score. I think that Malden defense can be too much. I think the, the Mavs win at home as well. Yeah, I think it'll be a great game, though. That'll be a good game to go to, and it should be pretty competitive, pretty close, and uh, it means a lot to both of them, that's yep. for sure. Yep, Brian said he's taking Spartanburg as well. I agree with you, Brian. I think they're a little bit better right now than what Burns is. It's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go to Northwestern up in Rock Hill. This could be a good game. Mm-hmm. Ridgeview at Northwestern. Another team trending in the wrong direction, Ridgeview. Um, lost right. to Gray three weeks ago. Lost to Gorman last week. Not even close. They, they, really may, they may get smoked by Northwestern. Right? Yeah, yeah. Northwestern has been pretty even keel all year. They've been um, they've been pretty strong. Mm-hmm. We've got Lexington going to River Bluff. Rock Hill will be at Spring Valley. Um, Do hit that on Spring Valley. Nice win. That's what you were at South Point. Rock Hill. Uh, we got their first win last week over Clover. First win in uh, what two plus years or a year plus they now. They did not win last year. Bearcats are on are on a roll here. Yeah, all over here. I tell you what. Uh, Going down to Harry Perrin Stadium in Columbia, it's it's a it's kind of an intimidating environment. That stadium goes down to a bolt. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, professional looking setup. Um, go down to that game if you got any kind of interest in, in either of those two teams because that's a pretty cool place to watch yep. a game. Um, but I think Spring Valley's. I think so too. Think they're a pretty good team. Yeah, they're, they're one are. of those teams that aren't in the top ten, but are very good. Yep. Yeah, right on the edge probably. We've got Conway going to St. James. West Ashley will be at Stahl. Somerville will go to Stratford. Sockestee will be at Sumter. Woodmont going to Anderson playing Hannah. That could be a good game. It could. Two could teams that game. kind of do that same type of offense there. So yeah. 
What am I tough loss to easily last week? Yeah, yeah, and and now you know, hey, we might be having to give easily some respect. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see how they do in region play. I think we'll learn about TL Hannon too. They haven't, you know, they played uh, Wren. Besides that, they played they blew out West Side. I think was decent last week. They haven't had a really a true test either. We'll see how how well uh, Woodmont can hang up against those guys. And then we'll end it with Dutch Fort going to White Knoll. Um, That's going to get ugly. It's so John. weird. Dutch Fort. And, and That's going to get ugly, John. Hats off to Dutch Fort for, for scheduling a pretty competitive um, schedule. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, they, they were scheduled to play Gaffney. We know what happened there. Yep. They did not play that game. Played Burns, um, played Greenwood, though. Played some, they did play some big yeah. games. Um, but now, <laughs> now, like, it's the other way around for a lot of schools. Now they get into the meat of their schedule playing region play. Now that's what they get to cruise a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now they get yeah. to cruise in their region. Yeah, agreed. So, well, it's, uh, you want to flip over to 4A here? Let's look at 4A. Right, right, let's, do it. It. let's just keep on rolling through it. Yep. So, my team of the week this past week, AC4, they get to host Westwood. I think that will be a pretty Dropped a 50-burger on Chapin. Down yeah. 14 other score 50 in a row. That's impressive, huh? Hey, I was right on that one. That's how I was right. <laughs> Chapin got me a, lot, a couple weeks ago against BC, but I got on that one. Uh, Midland Valley will play at Airport. Buford will host Hilton Head Island. Catawba Ridge, we said, hosting South Point, one of our games of the week. Bluffton will go to Collington County. Darlington hosting South Florence. Should be a great one for South Florence. I tell you, that's a lot of points. I've seen John, uh, the Sellers kid is injured now for, for South Florence. I think he yeah. came out in the first quarter last week. They hung on to beat a pretty North Middle Beach team. I think they said he's out probably three to four weeks. They don't really know for sure yet. Yeah. But Darlington's very bad, so South Florence is still going to win. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> but you hope he can get back soon before some of these region plays and playoff region games and playoffs happen because he's a very good, very good player. So yeah, he's back soon. Hey, silver lining. If, if you got to miss a game or you got to miss a stretch of games, Darlington, you want to be. Yep. Sorry, Darlington, but that's what it is. Yeah, Derek said the same thing. Hopefully, the Q from South Florence be okay. I hope so, man. He is he is must see TV in the area. He's a very good player. So hopefully, he'll come back here before the season gets over. We got Charlie Dressel on the East Side. Greer hosting Greenville, Indian Land, uh, who has now been in the top ten for the last. Indian Land is, is playing some good football, John. Yeah. They are, they are. I do want to hit on Greenville Greer. Usually a good ball game. This year, I think Greenville is just way better than they are. Um, I think this this is going to be a couple score game. I, will, I like the Red Raiders to roll. Yeah, even though they're in the Water Tower, I still think they got the they got the talent. Yeah, and, and if I'm Greer, you know, going to that game knowing, hey, we're not the better team in this one. Hey. hey Play with nothing to lose. Yeah, go yeah. out there and, and, and try to do some goofy stuff. Try to try to do some things that Greenville is not expecting. Mm-hmm. Take some chances because we saw Greenville play, and when things don't go their way, they they get in their own head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I, again, I don't think Greer's got a, a great chance of winning this. But if I'm Greer, that's what I try to do. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we both think Greenville wins. You know, they had a nice bounce back last week and nice shutout win. Had a lot of penalties though, so that worries me a little bit. Um, you got to play a little bit, you know, a little bit cleaner football moving forward. But they've got so much talent; they'll be there at the end. I feel like we've got this could be a sneaky good game. We have Irma uh, out at WC Hawkins Stadium hosting Richland Northeast. That is a good ball game. Irma's a good team. Richland Northeast they have been cellar dwellers for yes. the last few years. They're having a much better season this year. I'm playing some ball. Um, love the quarterback at, at Irma. Isaiah White's a really good player there. Um, that's one I don't want to know. I think it's going to be a good game. I think right. Now. I think Irma wins that one, but I think it's going to be a mm-hmm. it's going to be a big game. We've got this one, another one that I think could be sneaky good. Lawrence hosting Greenwood. Yeah. Um, Lawrence dropped off a little bit. They, yeah. they were impressive, impressive in some losses. Now they did have a nice season. win last week over North Augusta. That kind of surprised me. That is a good. That was yeah. a big win for them. Um, Greenwood, I know, had the week off after losing to Dutch Fort. They were off last week. I'm sure they're ready to get back rolling. I think they get a 
Yeah, you get a victory, I think, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, I like Greenland this one, but that could be a, could be a tough game. Mm-hmm. Could be a tough game. We've got Dreer at Lugoff Elgin. It's alumni night at Lugoff Ooh. Elgin. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> but sounds like a big time. Everybody have a good time that goes to that game. Uh, we got James Island going to May River. North Myrtle Beach will host Wilson. Should uh, should be a chance for North Myrtle Beach to get I back. Think they need a win bad. bad. They've lost a couple tough ones late, and, and Wilson is not very good, so they should they should get on the board. Um, South Aiken will host Aiken. Wahala hosting Pickens. As we said, West Florence hosting Myrtle Beach. That's another, that's a top 10 matchup. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, number four, or no, number, that's said it early. Number three, Myrtle Beach, and number seven, West Florence, I believe. And then easily we'll go to Westside to round it out in four A. And that's a game easily can really prove some more stuff to us. You know, we've seen Westside have a couple of nice ones. They beat Burns. It's a nice win there. Didn't look great against T.L. Hanna last week, but they've got some offense. If Easley can beat them, maybe even start turning some heads heads a little bit. We'll I think so. If you can if you can string three wins together, it's like, hey, well, surprised Easley won that game. Yeah. And then do it three times, three weeks in a row. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you, then you go earn some respect. Not not like anybody needs respect from us, but. All right. Well, what do we know, right? <laughs> so uh, flipping over to. 3A, this will be on Thursday nights. Um, Academic Magnet will host Battery Creek. Bishop England hosting Oceanside. Carolina will go to Blue Ridge. Brooklyn Casey hosting Fox Creek. Camden hosting Crestwood. Clinton hosting Union County. I'm kind of running through these games because I think a lot of these games will not be close. Yeah, I think that one has a chance to be, but I think Clinton is very good this year. Clinton is very kind good. Of sl- I see they're slowly climbing up the poles, but I think people out, you know, people who just watch football kind of, Recreational, recreation, recreation. We kind of get. See, you'll be saying it all by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people realize how good Clinton is. That defense is very good. That's a powerhouse program in the past. that finally seems to be kind of getting back to where they need to be. Could be good. Cause Union County is always tough. But I think. I think the Red Devils are gonna get a nice win here. Yeah, it, and Union is not as good as I would like them to be. I, you know, I grew up when Union County was just dominant yes. people. Yes, yes. Um, my high school included, but. Um, you can't just try to have the season that you expect from from the Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. I think Clinton, Clinton wins this one, but you gotta take you gotta, you gotta take the Union serious. Yeah, whenever you're yeah. Doing, you gotta take them serious. Um, another really good game. I hope we get to go to this game. Will be Daniel hosting Seneca. Mm-hmm. Emerald will host Broome. Loris at Georgetown. Gilbert hosting Orangeburg Wilkinson. Hanahan will be hosting North Charleston. Keenan hosting Mid Carolina. Marlboro County will go to Lake City. Manning at Lakewood. Here's an interesting matchup. Dylan going to Lamar. It's a fun game. It's going to be a fun got, game. Got scheduled last week. You know, Dylan had the big win over Ainer uh, Friday night and beat him pretty handily, which, I mean, we said that when he did Dylan wins, they might blow him out if Ainer would be close. Uh, but Dylan, to do that in their second ball game of the year was impressive to me. Um, I know that Lamar has a lot of good talent. They really do. I think Dylan's got a little too much firepower for them. I think it's really, really close, but yeah. I, I agree with you. I think yeah. Dylan's a little bit better. Hey, Shout out to Dylan, Dylan alum, Amari Huggins Bruce, having a great start to the year yeah. up at Louisville. Playing very well for those very guys. Very cool to see um, local guy from a little school doing well on the big stage. Moving on, we got Will Richling and the host Chester. This is a that I think was supposed to happen there. a couple weeks ago. I believe so. Um, they moved around the region, play some yeah. stuff. Um, that's a big game there. I think that Will Richling is undefeated in region. I think they're two and zero. I think Chester. Maybe 0 2, if not 1 1. So, big game. If Lower Ricks can win that, they're really in the driver's seat in that region. Yeah, I, I like Cheshire in this game, but they got a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of pressure in this game. Uh, it's going to be a tough one for them. Yep. But that's going to be a really, really good game to watch. A really good game to follow there. 
Pendleton will be hosting Belton Honey Path. Berea will be at Southside. Strong Thurman going to Swansea. Ainer at Walkamaw. And Woodruff will host Chapman. Good two, a good 3A slate there for sure. So going into 2A, we've got Abbeville. They'll host Crescent. Central will go to Andrew Jackson. Andrews, not to be confused with AJ, they will host Lee Central. Batesburg-Leesville, they're going to host Gray. Um, Batesburg-Leesville, not a bad team. Yeah, not, not as good as they have been in the past, we'll put it that way. Yeah, they're, they're just not on the level mm -hmm. with Gray. And, hey, not many people are. That's right, yeah. Not many people are. That's right. I think we have, there might be a handful, maybe two handful, mm -hmm. in the state that are. But, hey, if you're Gray, still got to play the game. That's right, you got to win. Still got to play the game. Blacksburg will host St. Joseph's. Sherrall will go to Buford. Chesney will host Leech and Collegiate. Also a Thursday night game, Newberry will travel to Columbia. Edisto will host Barnwell. Florence Christian hosting Pelion. Interesting matchup there. Get a little Skeeza. Um, yeah. Skeeza and a 2A public school playing. That'll be fun. And a good, a good Skeeza team. Yes, yes, a good yes. Team at that. Uh, Christchurch will play at 96. North Central hosting Chesterfield. Philip Simmons hosting Burke. Eau Claire at Saluda. As we said, Wade Hampton mm -hmm. down in. Down the low country, going to Silver Bluff. Big time matchup there for 2A. I like Silver Bluff in that game, too. And, and yeah. I wanted to mention this earlier. You talked about, hey, in 2A, it's Abbeville and Gray getting all the talk. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing that, too. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to. I mean, what those teams have done. Number three is Silver Bluff. Yep. And I want to bet those guys know that. Yeah. And they, we think one and two are here and everybody else is down here. And they want to prove everybody wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, and this will be a good step for them. If they can get a good win against Wade Hampton Friday, we have Ridgeland Hardyville. We'll go to Timberland. Um, West Oak will host Liberty, and Woodland will host Lake Marion. Yeah, Cavante said, uh, just mentioned that Ridgeland Hardyville Timberland game. You know, Timberland has really impressed me. That went over Lamar early, really put me on notice. I think they're going to keep Not I think, win. They blew them out. Couple scores. Yeah, I think the Wolves keep rolling Friday night for sure. Yeah, yeah. Timberland, Timberland I, I grew up going Timberland. As a basketball school, yeah. Um, here's another school. Not used to seeing them really, really good in football. Mm -hmm. Having a really good season this year. And then going down to one A, got Bamberg Earhart at Allendale Fairfax. Batonsilla hosts St. John's. Branchville hosting Williston Elko. C.A. Johnson hosting Louisville. That could be a good game. I really like Louisville, but that's uh, those are two teams that are pretty solid. Yep. Uh, Blackville Hiller will go to Calhoun County. Cross will host Whale Branch. East Clarendon hosting Scott's Branch. Green Sea Floyd's hosting Johnsonville. Hunter Kenner Tyler at home against Denmark Olar. Hannah Pamplico will go to Ridge Spring. That's, that's when it got canceled. It's actually now okay. Lakeview is going to Hannah Pamplico. Um, really big game, really big region game yeah. there in 1A. Uh, two, I think Hannah Pamplico is still in the top 10. I believe that if not, they're just, just out of there. Big time game. You know, I know on the road is always tough playing at HP. But I like what Lakeview's doing. They keep rolling. You know, the kid at quarterback, the Bethay kid, DJ Bethay, is a really good player. Um, the wide receiver, Shahid Dawkins, had a great catch uh, Friday night. I hope you saw it. Darius Leonard, New Hopkins, he caught it behind the defender's back. Uh -huh. Awesome catch for him. Um, you know, they've got some really good players there with those two. Then Norton on the defense side leads them. Hannah Pamplico is good. Um, you know, I keep expecting them to win a big game. They haven't done it yet this year. I know they've had some issues finding games a couple times. But I think Lakeview wins this game on the road. Uh, I like the Wild Gators' chances a lot. I do too. This is a four versus ten matchup. Mm -hmm. Hampton because still staying in that at top ten. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Lakeview's yeah. a little bit better. Curtis Staley says Bamberg actually has Lucy Beckham on Thursday. I think I saw that got moved around. Uh, okay. so yeah, so Bamberg, okay. Lucy Beckham. 
Sorry for Lucy Bammer is going to win. I mean, you hate to say it, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know a whole lot about Lucy Beckham. I, I don't think that school's been around too long. Yep, yep. Let me ask you guys if you're in there. I know what, we've seen Richmond Burnett a couple times on our list here. Do we know who they're playing? They had Ham Pimpico scheduled. <laughs> that got moved. Do they have a game rescheduled or not? Does RSM have anybody? You guys know that, that part of the, the signal better than we do. So if you know they have a game, let us know. We've got... We've heard multiple reports. It's hard to keep it straight sometimes about what gets moved around and whatnot. Um, and Timmonsville as well. Because Timmonsville is supposed to play to Lakeview. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Rollins. Hey, let Timmonsville play as much as they can. Sorry, last season. Get, get them on the field. Get yeah. them on the field. Um, Southside Christian will host McCormick. I'm interested to see, you know, McCormick's a sneaky good team. They got the Durant kid at running back, good player. I don't think they can beat Southside Christian, but maybe they put up a fight and we'll see what happens. For yeah, sure. yeah. Hey, that's another team where, hey, you got nothing to lose. Yeah, give it all. It's, I mean, it's Southside. Do, do everything you can. Um, and then, of course, so Rich Ringman was supposed to play. Um, Wagner Sally. Kind of I don't know what's going on with those guys. If you guys know, let us know. We're, we're yeah, all over the place with us. What Wagner Sally's got going on this Friday either. Um, then we got Dixie at Ware Shoals mm-hmm. and Whit Mile Hoods counting falls to close it out for one end. Yeah, Dixie, I think, is still four and one. So they're playing some good ball there, surprisingly enough. Surprisingly enough. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, I do want to mention one more game of Skiza matchup here, John. A, a big one in 2A Skiza. That is PD Academy on the road at Williamsburg Academy. Okay. Um, both teams undefeated, playing for number one in the region. And really, the winner of that region is probably one of the two or three best teams are going to compete for that crown. You know, PD beat Florence Christian earlier in the year. Winsboro beat Florence Christian a couple weeks ago. So, really good ball game there. Both teams are experienced. they got a good mix of run and pass. It's going to come down to who doesn't turn the ball over. You know, so you say it a lot of big – it's very cliche in big games. But this team, both teams have experience on both sides. You're going to see it come down to like a, maybe a fluke play or a turnover. So, who can who can make the plays when they need to be is going to come out victorious. Yeah, that'll be fun. I like the Eagles, obviously, but you know, we'll see how that goes. But well, John, let's run through um the sponsors one more time and we'll talk to the polls. Is that cool? Yeah. Let's, let's do, do that. Let's do that. So one more shout out if you guys got here to the George Agency. Serving the insurance needs a tough final for over 35 years. Full line insurance agent concentrated in employment events and health insurance. If you're a seasonal employee, maybe a uh, small business owner, maybe a, a waiter, whatever it is, if you can't get insurance through your company. Give these guys a call to help you out. And they don't charge anything to do it either. You know, they just get you the best deal possible and, and they don't take any money out of your pocket for sure. So call Richard, Wayne, Bradley, and the crew, the Jordan.net. And then also Secured Advantage Federal Credit Union, one of our newest sponsors here. And boy, John, do they do a good job. Uh, they really do. They have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees that other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, Secured Advantage is here to offer you smart financial solutions. Join today at securedadvantagefcu.com. That's securedadvantagefcu.com. Win at banking, thrive at life, member NCUA. So check out those guys. We appreciate them being our sponsors. If you guys want to hop on board the train, let us know. We've got some good things coming out for you. We'd love to have you guys and your business on board as well. But, John, let's roll through these pro- these polls that we complain about every year, every week, and let's just give our thoughts on those again, I guess. Yeah, so we'll start with 5A. Um, obviously, no no mystery here. We've got Dutch Fort number one, Fort Dorchester number two, Gaffney is number three. Hannah at four, Northwestern at five, Riverside at six, mm-hmm. Dorman seven. That's, uh, as we said earlier, Riverside Dorman playing. Um, pretty good top ten matchup there. We've got Sumter hanging around at eight. We they haven't are. talked about Sumter a whole yeah. lot this year uh, after they lost that first game to AC Floor. Yeah. Uh, you know, they lost. So much talent. I think it's Justice yeah. Boone. Boone and lost. the other kid, Davin Jackson, both of yeah. them were gone from last year's team. Um, but but they've they, had some nice wins lately. Yeah, they're hanging around. Um, Spring Valley at nine in Malden, checking in at number ten this week. Yeah, that's a team that has got as much talent as anybody in Thought they will mention every week, but they got to put some big wins together, and that'll start this weekend. Hillcrest probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
in 4A, we've got AC Floor at number one. Greenville at two. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I think they just Greenville moved back up. stayed two. I want to say they may have dropped down below Myrtle Beach last week um, with that loss, but I think they moved back up with Myrtle Beach's loss. I can't remember how it worked out. Yeah, but. and then... Eh. But yeah, but that, that, that loss to Northwestern, not, not not bad to lose Northwestern, but the way the they way did, did and the score was not impressive. Uh, but but they're, they're a good football and, team. And, you know, I, I'm not going to crash on Myrtle Beach for losing mm-hmm. four to Fort Dorchester, you yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. But as you said, hey, we're going we're to argue and yeah. line yeah. about these. That's what they're for, right? Yep. Uh, we got South Point at number four, Greenwood at number five. I think they should be higher than that, probably. Greenwood? Seen. I think so, yeah. Would you put them above South Point, though? I don't think I would. After last week, maybe. <laughs> I, I think I would have, I might flip Greenville and Greenwood. Okay. Well, well maybe, I, maybe I won't put Greenwood number two. Maybe Greenwood three or four. But hey. We, just, we get to see five. them play soon in region play, yeah. so we'll find out. Maybe we're just splitting splitting hairs here. Um, we've got South Florence at six, West Florence at seven. Now, you don't find that too often. South no, Florence and no. West Florence in the top ten. Uh, Catawba Ridge at eight, Indian Lane at nine, mm-hmm. and Buford hanging around in ten. I do got to ask you, John, on this one. Yeah, I look at playing at the polls a lot. Read those other receiving votes there and see if you notice anything odd. We've got York. <laughs> I already see it. Hartsville, okay. Lancaster, okay. Clover, Greer, Greer, Fort Mill. They're awful. Well, here, here's the worst part about that. Two of those teams are five A. We got two five A teams receiving votes in the four A poll, John. And they don't have to take this thing seriously. You got Clover and Fort Mill getting votes in four A. Give them some compliments. You know? I mean, what the heck? I mean, I, honestly, we, I know we say it every week. I don't know why these guys do this poll half the time. I mean, I guess it gives us something to talk about. We appreciate that. But if you're not going to do your research, you're going to have not one, but two teams that aren't even in the right dang classification in the poll receiving votes. So how do you get it that wrong? Thank goodness they're not in the top ten. <laughs> Gosh, that's that's unbelievable. There was a couple years, a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? I think. Uh, Powdersville or somebody was in the top 10 in 4A and got votes in 3A. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place, man. Like, I, I get it. Like, mistakes happen, but you can't be just blatant about it. Like, somebody, no. needs, to have, somebody needs to have their vote taken away. I agree. This is pitiful. <laughs> Brian says you got to get in there somewhere. I guess so. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, like we say, I know these guys can't see every game every week because they just, you know, the games are on TV. You can't see everybody play. But you got to know who's playing what classification. <laughs> that should be a prerequisite to get a vote. Is you got to know who plays where. This is unbelievable. I can't. And they're not any good. Well, no. They're not any good. No, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. They they should be in the poll three H. No. Derek no. says these polls suck. They do. They're <laughs> awful, man. They are awful. But let's get on down to three A and, and oh. before I say something that makes me gets me in trouble. All right, three A. This has makes some a little bit of sense here. We got Daniel number one. Dylan number two, Clinton number three. They're, they're climbing up. They're climbing up. Camden at number four, Chapman at number five. Here I have a problem again. Chapman is five. Brooklyn Casey is six. Brooklyn Casey went to Chapman, beat them head to head. Why are they behind them? Uh, Why are they behind them? Hey, are they behind them because they got beat by at the time a good champion team? team? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I don't like it. Number seven, we have Gilbert. Number eight, Powdersville. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. Making history every week. Number nine is Aner. And number 10, Willow Rich. Yeah. 
Brian says, does, does Greg get votes in 5A? Might as well. If we're just throwing them out wherever you put whatever you want. I mean, it's a, it's a power rankings, not a classification poll, yeah. apparently, now. Yeah. <laughs> put them in the top. Yeah, might as well. In 2A, here we go with the, the, the all-stars here. We have Abbeville 1. And how do you like this? Greg Collegiate getting one vote. Yeah. They should probably be getting more. And I tell you what, and that's something, you know, I looked at the way the brackets fall out. That game, that game will be played between those two before even Upper State happens. I think that'll be round three, so round before Upper round State. So four. interesting to see how that turns out. Um, and Silver Bluff sitting there at three, we'll get to in a second. They're sitting there, that, that top lower state team, just you know, laying in the weeds, laying in the weeds. And yeah. a good thing for them, they don't have to beat both Abbeville and Gray. They just got to beat one of them. That's right. And then in Columbia. Yep. Yep. Um, you got, as you said, Silver Bluff sitting at number three. Right behind them, the defending lower state champions. Marion Swamp Fox is at four. It's another team that I feel like hadn't had a, hadn't played a lot of games this year. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe, maybe played three, maybe four, but I think three sounds right. Yeah, and, and you know, that's the case of a lot of these PD schools yeah. uh, this year, unfortunately, because there's a lot of talent down there, too. Mm -hmm. uh, number five, we got Barnwell. Number six is Saluda. Number seven, we talked about Timberland. Mm -hmm. They might could be a little bit higher than where they are. Um, eight, Wade Hampton. Number nine, Christchurch. And number 10 is Andrews. And going down to... 1A, you got Southside Christian sitting at 1, Bamberg Earhart is 2, Lamar at 3, Lakeview at 4, Ridge Spring Manetta. Where's Waldo? Who are they playing? Where are Big they? Big win last week, though. Yeah. I overheeled. I'll give them that. They are number 5. Got Whale Branch at 6, Baptist Hill 7, Louisville at 8, Blackville Hill at 9, and Hannah Pamplico sitting at number 10. So, great polls there, as always, guys. You know, we love those things. Uh, but Let's get into our pick'em uh, results real quick, John. Yeah, if you guys aren't doing our weekly pick'em, be sure to get in there. We post the games usually on Wednesday, um, ten games. You fill out the form. We post the stat, the leaders afterwards, and yeah, we're dropping your lowest week. It's still time to get get in there and make some noise. But shout out to our week five winners, Brian L with an outstanding ten and zero there. Uh, big game for him. Uh, we have a couple guys. I think six guys going nine and one there, and a few at eight and two. I would eight and two. John six and four. So. A, a lot of high scores last week, John, it seemed like. Very high. A lot Very of high, high. scores. I think that's our third. You guys got pretty lucky last week. I think that's our third uh, third 10-0 week we've had so far. And then looking at our overall leaders now, a tie for first between Tyler D. and Kane E., both at 39. Very nice. We've got uh, three guys tied for third, Mark F., Brian L., Ryan F., all at 38. Some guys at 36 there, and then the 35s creeping in the top 10 as well. I'm sitting there at 38 or 39, John here at 32. Really, anybody's game still. Like we're saying, you know, we're dropping, your, we're dropping your lowest week. So if you've got some sevens in there, keep getting some eights and nines. You drop, drop, drop that seven out, then you're right there. So not too late for anybody to win. It's anybody's ball game still here. So definitely get into that if you haven't been a part of it. I usually post it on Twitter and uh, Facebook on Wednesdays, how all the games we're going to be in and where to, where to hop in. So definitely do that and, and join us as part of the pick. It's one of the fun things we've done so far this year. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, I like to be doing a little bit better. I don't think I'm going to be dropping any sevens. But, uh, hey, I like it. It's fun. It's been good. It's been good. But, yeah, so once again, you guys are tuning in. We appreciate it. You know, Curtis, Derek, Brian, uh, Cavante, Kevron, everybody for doing the comments. Uh, we love seeing that. It helps to make the show better. So this is your first time here. We appreciate it. Like our post. Like our page. So you'll know we go usually go live on Tuesday nights with our preview show. And then we do a recap show on Sunday, just podcast only. So if you follow us on Facebook right here at Moving the Change SC, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Moving Change, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. Check out our podcast, our only audio-only version that goes out on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. So be sure to check out that for some cool stuff. We've got some interviews coming, coming you guys' way as well soon. So we got a lot of cool stuff on the way for you. So then we follow us on every social media outlet we have because we're posting 
Try to post different stuff on each one. Sometimes it's hard, but we do we do the best we can. But John, any final thoughts here before we roll into roll into week six games here? Yeah, I love it. And a uh, tip of the cap to Gaffney Indians. Yeah, I love the trash talk. I love getting after it. That's great. It's fun. I enjoy it. Um, I probably won't pick against Gaffney again all year. To the playoffs, maybe Doug Clark. We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> but I love it. Keep it coming. Yeah, so thanks you guys for tuning in once again. John Epps, Kevin Thomas has been our week six preview show. If you go to a game, let us know this week. If you're out again, we're out. Come say hey. Love to meet you. But we will uh, talk to you guys soon.